Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go, live in L.A., Hour 3, it's The Hurt, A-Rod in a couple of minutes, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. J-Mac, Nick Wright earlier, A-Rod now coming up. So we watched Jordan Love last night lose. They got to prepare from September 8th, 28th, excuse me, to October 9th, and that's what you saw. If I said this morning you had to make a decision, do you draft another quarterback? I can't give you that answer in October. I need to at least see Andrew Jones. I'm sorry to sit on the fence, but uh, with I'm sorry, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones in the backfield in the opener, like he's your dump off safety. But there there are some signs if you're a Packer fan that are a little concerning. Number one, Matt Lafleur warned us in the off season, bring down expectations. Number two, very conservative play calling preseason and now. They're telling you they'd rather we not throw. They had one scoring drive, eight plays, six of them runs. He only had 15 attempts going into the later stages of the game when they had to throw. So the coach warned us, the play calling showing you. C.J. Stroud has been asked since week two, throw it 45 times. They're just letting C.J. Andrew Luck, let her rip. Burrow, let her rip with a bad old line. Herbert, let her rip. Jordan Love protecting him. The third sign, data shows he's awful in first halves. That's a bad place to be if you're struggling because that means you're coming from behind and quarterbacking when you're playing from behind is much harder than with a lead unless you're Patrick Mahomes. And so even more disturbing is that it's getting worse week to week, meaning people have film. The element of the surprise is over. He's losing confidence now, so it's getting worse. Even more disturbing with an offensive coach and a stable franchise against a weak defense outside of Max Crosby. They had September 28th to October 9th to prepare, and you got a nothing burger on script. Now, the great quarterbacks are great off script. 
But almost everybody, even a backup, could be good on script. So to me, it doesn't work so far. Now, Tim Tebow was barely an NFL quarterback and won seven straight games. You can win a lot of different ways in this league. You can win with D Kenny Pickett right now is not great. But Kenny Pickett's got the best defense, arguably, in the league, makes one big throw and win. So simply put, Jordan Love is struggling to throw the ball accurately downfield. All the data tells you that. So that's a warning sign also. If you're struggling, you got to be good early in games. You want to play with a lead. You don't want to be down 10, 14 points. That makes it significantly worse. Your playbook gets buried, ends put their pin their ears back. So that's all trouble. Who, who's not trouble is Alex Rodriguez. He is here at Fox today. 22 Major League Baseball seasons, most grand slams in history, three MVPs. Okay, so I am watching. I, it, John, the late John Madden used to always say, mm -hmm. if it sounds like a big game, put it on TV. We said this. I said this in the middle of the season. I know I'm a baseball casual. I said, keep your eye on Philadelphia. They hit for power. This is a team with playoff experience. Atlanta, Philadelphia, this could be one for the ages. So kind of a takeaway. I, to me, these feel like loaded teams, experienced teams. I don't know who I like. Philadelphia, by the way, is one of the craziest crowds. <laughs> I mean, those, those Philly home games are nuts. What do you make of it, Atlanta, a dominant team, scuffing a little bit here? Yeah, what's up, Colin? What's up, Jason? How you doing, man? You know, the, the thing that you, you got to look at is you, you play 192 games if you're the Braves. They haven't played a competitive game probably since June. They've been that <laughs> dominant. But now you take an entire week off after playing 192, and they were sleepwalking game one. They were sleepwalking halfway through that game, and somewhere they woke up, and that's where Philly has to be careful. They may have led them back into the series because you have to reset when you lose all your mojo for a whole week sitting at home. So in football and basketball, buys and time off tend to help. Mm -hmm. But baseball, it's different. You want to get in the cage. Take yourself, for example, four or five days off. I'm going to go to Miami. Okay, you're twiddling your thumbs. I want to get back in the cage. Do you think, I think baseball now, Ken Rosenthal had an article on this. Is this the way to do it? But I do think you should, better teams should benefit Right? Like, yeah. what, do you, what do you do? The fact that wildcard teams may have an advantage not having time off. 100%. And look, a week feels more like two months in baseball. Baseball's an everyday game. You play six, seven days a week. You take a week off, you, you have to go find your swing. You have to go find your release point. Like golf. And simulate a game means nothing. Okay? That's why you need baseball people in the room. It's not like playing October baseball. To go from a simulated game with nobody in the building to playing in that environment in Philly, which may be the best environment in baseball. Now, here's what I would tell you, Colin. Not all weeks are created equal. You take a veteran team like Jeter, Big Poppy, me. We're old. We need that time off. We can deal with it. Your young team like Baltimore, it's a week is like 10 months because the phone starts ringing. It's like having a field goal go and having a timeout and icing them <laughs> or at the free throw line. Too much time for a team like Baltimore, and you've seen that in experience. So the Dodgers, um, listen, it, it, it was interesting. They moved off some pieces. Kershaw gets a one-year deal. He's getting older. I felt like all year, it's, it's not that they scaled back, but it feels like they're setting up their bank account for Otani, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And so I look at the Dodgers, and I think, this kind of felt inevitable. You know, Arizona got the pitching. Dodgers didn't hit. I don't look at it as a failed season. It's, it's not over yet, but... Couldn't you, I mean, you see a lot of Dodger games. Couldn't you kind of predict that Atlanta's hot, Philadelphia World Series experience? 
there are times, even in your career, you kind of feel like we don't quite have the pieces mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for a playoff run. Yeah, look, the Dodgers have been the class of baseball for the last 10 years. If this is their year to reset and they still win almost 100 games, <laughs> they still make it to the playoffs, the Dodgers are not going anywhere. And look, they've had some tremendous injuries. Now, you can't give up nine runs in the first inning in game one and two. Six right. and three, this is not going to work. The other thing is you can't walk 16 batters for the Rangers and think you're going to win when the Rangers don't need any help. They're already the best offense in baseball. 16 walks in two games doesn't work. But listen, I, I think Arizona now believes they, they're as good as a Dodger, if not better. And you can make an argument that Arizona may be the hottest team. And you don't need to be the best team. You need to be the healthiest and the hottest. And right now, Arizona looks like they are. So it was an interesting year in the American League where it wasn't the Yankees and the Red Sox. That's sort of been embedded the last 20 years in the sport. The hot stove league used to just be the Yankees and the Red Sox bidding for guys. You know that very, very well. Mm -hmm. Now here come the Rays, who always about every third or fourth year, they must scout very well. The Orioles get all those draft picks. They hit on several. Um, I mean, it, it was a different year in the American. Here, the Twins now are viable. You know, are they pretenders? Of all these new teams, is there one you're like, I mean, Baltimore was the talk of baseball for about three months. Uh, we saw Kansas City, though, with Ned Yost. They had a great year or two, then they disappear. Do you buy any of these new teams now, the Twins, the Orioles? What do you buy? Well, I'm buying that. I, I don't believe the Astros are going to go home until they're actually beat in, in the coffin and, like, literally put in the funeral. Right. They're that good. Right. and. They're the experienced team, right? Um, when you think about, and they have a dynasty. They're in the middle of it. With, through all the controversy, they have an owner in Jim Crane that played college baseball, that he is a little bit like Jerry, uh, Jerry Jones, where he is uh, the owner and also the GM. He's the smartest guy in the organization. They run a wonderful business, and they run a wonderful baseball operation. The Twins is a team to watch, and I'll tell you why. They have two aces in Lopez and Sonny Gray that will pitch today, and they have two world-class guys on the left side of the infield, both of them, number one picks, divided by five years. Correa and Royce Lewis, two absolute studs. And Correa is a prime-time player. Yeah, Houston guy. And when he's healthy, he's top five best talents in the world. Okay, so when you come on, we have to ask you a Yankee question. The Yankees are like the Cowboys, uh, a legendary brand. I always feel like, as, as, as a guy that they're 3,000 miles away, it feels like it's been the same guys running it, Brian Cashman, who is a very likable guy. Mm -hmm. But there are those that say it's like Belichick in New England, Jerry Jones with the Cowboys, too much power. We need a new set of eyes and ears. When you look at the Yankees, you know, it's hard to manage. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it is, that batting cage has 26 people around it. Mm -hmm. It's a, It's not the same way in San Diego. It's just not. You've yeah. been around it. Little things become big things. Is it time to new eyes, new perspective, new culture? What do you make of where the Yankees are at today? Well, it's, it's they're, you know, back themselves into a corner. And, and they did this when Stanton came on board because it was nine years at, you know, close to $300 million dollars. Uh, the exact same player as Judge is, yes. just not as healthy. And then they tripled up and put in Gallo. Look, I think here's what I think. I think it's hard to win in Major League Baseball. There's right. no question. Uh, the Red Sox in the last 16 years have four championships, though. Astros keep going back and forth. The Dodgers are consistent. You're going to have some years off in this, but here's, Colin, what I would say. Hal Steinbrenner, A+. Plus. He spent all the resources. He keeps investing into that, in, into that roster. Yeah. Aaron Boone is helpless. I think he's done a really nice job with what he's had. Here's what I think is 
I think the fan base has lost complete faith in the architecture of this team. I do too. And it's not just missing, but it's by how far they miss. And I just think that until they look, Gene Michaels, the minute he's gone, it's gone downhill. Gene Michael was the real genius of the four championships. He was very helpful in 09. He hasn't been around, and it's just gone a one-way ticket the other way. And until they bring in baseball people into that room and less analytics, I think Moneyball today is losing ball. Why? Because you got to have baseball people that know how to play baseball. I mean, when was the last time you saw a Yankee team that's always been left-hand dominant with nine righties against a righty? I've never seen that. Like, Stick Michaels always wanted lefty. Switch hitters, Posada, Bernie Williams, Johnny Damon, Derek Jeter, left, right, athletic, speed, defense, pitching, open. You have none of that. Um, Clayton Kershaw got, got – it was a rough outing. Uh, one of probably maybe – you know, he always struggled in the seventh, but he got boxed here in the first. Um, you know, there were some comparisons early to Koufax. He still, on any given day in the regular season, can go seven innings and be masterful. What is his legacy to you? I think you're going to put Clayton Kershaw as one of the top, you know, three best pitchers of our generation. I mean, he is cemented of our generation. And it's because the longevity. He got the championship in 2020. Uh, He's got the Cy Youngs. He's done it with one team. And he's done it in one of the biggest markets on the planet. A lot of pressure A lot of pressure. And here's a young man who does a lot in the community, has never got himself in trouble. He's the gold standard for pitchers. And a game like game one is going to really do nothing to his legacy. The Dodgers should not be depending on Kershaw to win a championship this year. He's an additive, but he's no longer the Kershaw that needs to be the number one guy. He can be the three or the four and and go from there. But he's got a one-year deal. He's not that guy anymore. By the way, if I had to guess, if I said you said he's one of the three pitchers of our generation, I'm just going to guess. Kershaw, Verlander, Pedro. That's fair. That's fair. Is that not pretty good? I'm a Mariner fan. I don't think we got two hits off Pedro <laughs> for a decade. That's true. <laughs> oh, you know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't get. So, yeah. no, and Verlander, I mean, he's just, he reinvented himself. He's a stud. He really is. Isn't and, he? and he gets better with age. Sometimes, you know, some of these guys, you know, Jamie Moyer got 100 wins after the age of 38. I mean, some guys figure it out late, right? And Verlander's one of them. And uh, he's a stud. He's in tremendous condition. All right, Fox Sports, he's got to go. It's A-Rod. We always appreciate you stopping by when you're in the room. We always appreciate this. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. 
Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. All right. Welcome (laughs) back. Good to have you in, J-Mac. A-Rod, stop by. Appreciate that. James Jones, for the end of the show, I'm not trying to be negative on Jordan Love, but I watched C.J. Stroud with all that dysfunction, bad old lines, first-time play caller, kid plays Baltimore, throw him out there, and he's money. Jordan Love's been sitting for three years. At some point, how much time is – I mean, you watch all these Burrow, Herbert, C.J. Stroud. It doesn't take long to figure – everybody always points to Josh Allen. Josh Allen was jumping over human beings his rookie year. <laughs> he was 6'6", 250, and a huge arm. Jordan Love isn't that. Yeah. So take Josh Allen had Superman qualities. He's like Lamar Jackson. It's like, okay, I don't know what it is. That just looks different than everybody. Josh Allen just looked different than everybody. Jordan Love looks kind of – he's okay. He's not big. He's not a power thrower. He doesn't look – you know, he's not jumping over people, but it's just like everybody that's great in this league was great fast. Mahomes, Burrow, Herbert, Trevor Lawrence had a bad rookie year because of the coaching culture. But by year two last year, he got him to the playoffs. Find me all the guys that were like late developers. What about Geno Smith? You want to wait nine years and have him grow up? I mean, it's like Jordan Love. I mean, Geno Smith's an outlier. Like, I just find me all the slow developing quarterbacks who in year four. Now, you could say, well, Aaron Rodgers, it's a different world now. That's 20 years ago. That's 18 years ago. It's seven-on-seven drills, generationally different. It's an offensive league. You can't do what you could do defensively. You can't take Aaron's rookie year and compare it now. Aaron joined the NFL, and you could slam people into the turf. Like, it's a different league. you got to be ready to play by Thanksgiving of year two. i got to see stuff. Like Daniel Jones, like, what year are we on? Come on. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Let's quickly revisit the Cowboys after that blowout loss to the Niners. Um, Dak called it the most humbling game he's ever been a part of, but Micah Parsons, he sees it a little differently. This is quite the take from Micah Parsons. I don't think they really are higher level than us. Um, I think we're the same caliber playoff team, um, if not the same talent standard as them. Um, I just feel like we need to 
really reconsider some things, get together, and uh, fix it, fix some things. I feel like it was a few plays away. The score don't really uh, shape what really happened out there. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, That's I, not what I Micah saw. Micah seems delusional. I'm sorry. I mean, it did go a little bit. Put yeah. the tape on. You know? Well, go look at McCarthy dialing up run after run after run. Like, Colin, I, listen, I know Dak's taking a lot of heat, understandably, but I'm just telling some of these play calls from McCarthy and Schottenheimer, you know, uh, they were down 21-7, and it's like third and four, and they're in San Fran territory. I don't know if you remember this. And they hand it off to a running back who's not even Tony Pollard. It was like the backup running back on third and four. What are you doing? They settle for the field goal. San Fran comes down, touchdown, game over. Like 28-10, you're not coming back. A lot of questions. Not about, not only about Dak, but McCarthy as well. They got rid of their offensive coordinator last time. The season goes awry. This Chargers game this weekend. Ho, ho, ho. Come on, That's you, you got to be rooting Herbert here. Well, forget what I'm rooting for. Dallas, after being embarrassed, I think will have a very hearty effort. The Chargers, with Kellen Moore and Justin off of off of an extended yeah. vacation, should be very good. Kel- yeah. Kellen Moore circled this game the second he took that job. He, and they had the bye week to cook up some stuff. But is, isn't this in Dallas? No, no, it's out is here it? at SoFi. Well, that means it's, it's basically down. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I see what you're doing there. Well done. It'll probably be, you know, listen, Eagles-Rams was like 70-30. Maybe more. Uh, I don't know if you saw late in the game. It was like all green. I, I don't know. It's going to be a lot of Dallas fans, but... um, We welcome them to Southern California. Yeah, enjoy Spend the weekend. Money. Enjoy the 70-degree weather and the beautiful women and the yeah. beaches. And yeah, life out here is not bad. Yeah. Uh, let's go to college football. Georgia had a nice win over Kentucky, 51-13. Wildcats head coach Mark Stoops wasn't happy. And then after the game, he made some comments to fans who were not happy with the loss. Here's what Mark Stoops had to say. I just encourage them to donate more because that's what those dudes are doing. I can promise you, Georgia, they bought some pretty good players. You're allowed to these days. We could use some help. That's what they look like when you have 85 of them. I encourage anybody who is disgruntled to pony up some more. He's not wrong. You can buy players now. It's legal. That's why Kentucky basketball will be fine and Carolina basketball will be fine. And I mean, in the end, the Oklahomas and the Texases and the Georgias, they just, they, they spend more money on it. So, I mean, he's not wrong. It may, don't, you know, you can be offended by it, but you know, now Georgia's also a better football no, program. Why, why are Kentucky fans surprised? Georgia's won back-to-back natties and they blew the doors off Kentucky. What, why are Kentucky fans upset? I don't get what they're what are they I, think, I think the two, I think the three programs with the best players are Georgia, Michigan, and Texas. I just don't think Texas had a great weekend. But I think when the dust settles, Georgia, Michigan, and Texas will be up there. Yeah. Hey, hey Stoops, uh, instead of complaining, why don't you hop on the private jet, go around to the uh, most wealthy Kentucky graduates, and ask them for money. Not the fans who are on social media chirping. Those guys don't have any money. Go to the big money graduates of Kentucky. That's what. You, that's part of the job description now, isn't it? Well, just can. I don't know. I think well, yeah, probably. I think you've got to. But you know what's funny some, about kiss this? The ring facilities, of the facilities don't matter anymore. Kids want money. Like USC's doing groundbreaking for more football facilities. Kids don't care about that. USC's facilities are fine. Go pay me. Show me the NIL. Yeah, the, the, the facility stuff. That that that's like night. That's like twelve years ago with Oregon football. There was a time for it. 
kids don't get Oregon's facilities are fine. Well, kids want money. Some of these vi- videos of the facilities where you go in the locker room and <laughs> I mean, it looks like a five star resort. Yeah. And every kid's locker is incredible. Like, that's nice. But by the way, everybody shares that. They don't share the money you get from NIL. Also true. I mean, I see where USC Oh, new facilities. Why? Go pay. Go get the best players because George is paying, and I'm not blaming anybody for paying them. But well, the facility arms race is over. Kids want money. They don't care just, about my locker. But is it just throwing money at kids? Because listen, they can. You can throw money at five star guys. They come, they don't show up. They well, get no, fat no, and I, happy, I, and then you then they, they transfer no, out. I I don't think I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't pay recruits. I would pay guys who have a year of college and have shown great. Promise. Oh, so There's, you would poach? Yeah, me. I mean, I would poach. It's not <laughs> yeah. even poaching. The bottom line is, kids, you go to Ohio State, and all their tackles are four and five star guys, and they they recruit four a year. And I'm a four-star guy, and it just happens that there's a legendary guy in front of me. You could be a really good player in transfer. I mean, if you're an Alabama running back, he doesn't recruit two-star running backs, but you got two, four, five-star guys ahead of you, and you want to play, so you go down the street and play for you know Mississippi State. So Georgia crushes Kentucky. They probably see one or two young guys on the roster who, yeah. who showed well. Hey, that guy's got some juice. Hey, can we go after him? And then you throw nil money and poach a kid from Kentucky to Georgia. Yeah. That's the strategy, right? Yeah, I mean. I, I, I think bottom line is a lot of kids get overlooked. You end up, you know, you end up at uh, Arizona State, and all of a sudden Oregon comes knocking and says, "Hey, you know, we probably should have recruited you harder. We apologize. Here's fifty grand," and that soothes a lot of grudges. Yeah, and um, a lot of kids are from Southern California. They're called bounce back kids. They leave Southern California and they go somewhere. The running back that went to Michigan comes back to UCLA, bounce back kids. Mm. They leave California, for instance, and then they don't like the weather somewhere. They don't like the culture, and they come back to California. And, you know, like, by the way, USC kids, they left California because the program was a mess. Now they're winning, and they bounce back. So I'd like – I'm, I'm for the NILs. You know, I don't think you should be able to transfer in the middle of a season, but for eight months – Go find happiness. Perfect example. The kid, I had to just look him up. Keon Coleman, the kid uh, who goes to Michigan State. He's from Louisiana. And he's good at Michigan State. And then he starts to get, like, really good. And FSU's like, come on down, buddy. Come on down. We'll show you the NIL. Now he's blowing up. He might be a first-round pick. Yeah. Like, that's the move. Yeah. Um, A final story, Colin. Listen, I know there was a lot of baseball last night. And there was NFL. But did you happen to watch Wembenyama? Yeah. In the preseason. Look at the flex on Chet Holmgren. By the way, these two went at it. And I know it is preseason, but this was kind of spicy. I'm just telling you, the Wembenyama reel that I saw on Instagram, he had like four moves that were like, holy crap. He did. He shot a one-legged three-pointer that you think is like something you do in pickup. Wembenyama looks so good. Um, I got a buddy with Lakers season tickets. I was like, when is the Spurs game? I'm already lobbying to go. Wembenyama looks so How good. How much do you think he averages? 18? 17 and a half. I mean, this guy's going to fall out of bed and score 17 points. That's how good he is. Well, they said that about Chet Holmgren, didn't they? He got hurt. Well, So that's the thing. you got to watch these guys Oh, I early. would put him on a 48-game restriction. Oh, come no on. No back-to-back. 48 games? Mostly at home. I do. What? Yeah, I mean, there's 41. 48 out of how many games are 82? Yeah. you got to be kidding me. I'm, well, by you the way. you him half the season? No, I'd play him about 55% of the season. Maybe 50 games. I would not play him back-to-backs. Boy, Unless so I want were... you as my teacher and as my coach. Well, no, I just think like the most generous when you grader. get these seven foot four frames and they've played, you know, 20 games in Europe and then you say, hey, come on over here and play 100 counting the preseason. Well, they're, they're, okay. So my takeaway is you have, I said this about Chet Holmgren. I was right. I said, remember when he came in? I said, 
You have got to put him on a restriction. The kid needs to put on 25 pounds. He didn't pounds. play one game last year, right? Well, I mean, it, it wouldn't have worked anyway, but the point is, like, Wemby, I would I would literally write, I just put 58 games. So you'd have to play a couple back-to-backs. Right. I would try to play most of the home schedule. But what, I would what? skip a road If I had a three-game roadie in Houston, Orlando, I'd skip it. What about a minutes restriction instead of just missing entire games? Um, I'm going to put him on a minute restriction you know what this even sounds like? when he does play You know what this games. sounds like? What? Um, Remember in baseball how like Oral Hershiser went to the postseason for the Dodgers and pitched like every third day and was unbelievable. It was ridiculous stuff. And now like guys aren't doing complete games and their pitch counts. It's like, come on, well, why are we getting so soft with these guys? And it's like, let's play basketball players when they're healthy. What's wrong with that? Well, what's wrong with it is we have like a 15-year history of big men getting hurt early and often. And let's protect them a little instead of driving them into the concrete and just let's have a long career here. That's why they gave Popovich a contract extension. Did you notice that? They gave him a contract extension before the before the lottery. Didn't yeah, they? Or was yeah, it right it's somewhere around there. Basically saying, we're going to control Wemby, not the league. And by the way, I'm going to get no pushback. So Popovich said, 58 games. I'm just making this up. 58 games, yeah. 32 minutes. That's it. Okay. So the, the that's good what I news is do. you can – he's not in the same rules as Kawhi Leonard was sitting out because he hasn't played. He's a rookie. Um, Kawhi and these other guys who have been all NBA, they've the got to play. will pay the fine. Uh, that's just disappointing. Don't you want to see Wembenyama? What's more important, fan or the future of my franchise? I'm not saying I do it for three years. I said as a rookie from Europe or one year in college, minute and game restriction. Yeah, By yeah. year two, I'm up to 70 games. You can play 38 minutes. Remember but, Summer League? He played like, I think, one and a half games, and I was like, oh, we're shutting him down. He just showed well. I was like, come on. I don't know. I, I understand where you're coming from. I just think it's disappointing if you're a fan. A lot of Spurs fans are loading up on tickets. They better buy no, them in said, October and November. I, I <laughs> said I would play them almost every home game. So I would play them. I would reward the local fans. I would play them home games. But if I'd skip a couple, three, four game road trips, I'd just say, "Hey, we're just going to let him home. Get his, you know." Because by the way, these young guys will tell you when you go to the NBA, you have to actually play defense. These guys will shed weight. Yeah. I mean, they'll they'll lose like 20 pounds in a season. I'd tell Wemby on a couple four game road trips, stay home, eat. How many football rest. fans watching now are saying, "Boy, can you imagine if we Caleb Williams one. came?" I know, I know, came to the NFL and they were like, "Oh." Let's only play 12 or 13 games because you played a well, certain amount of Sean McVay basically told like Andrew Whitworth and Aaron Donald before the league mandated it, like no pads, no hit. I mean, Sean McVay got knocked early. A country club. Veterans are like, hello. Well, veterans. Well, I mean, that's what I would do with veterans in the NFL, like an old let Trent Williams Niners. What? What? I don't want him near hitting. There. That guy's smart. That guy. I don't want. I don't want the Boses. They don't need to practice. Just show up in the meeting room. The fans want to see walk the stars. Throughs. Fans want to see the stars in Wembenyama. Well, they're going to see him. Fifty-eight games, not eighty-two. You'll see plenty of them. It's called YouTube. <laughs> it's called TikTok. It's called IG. Yeah. Are you done? Twenty points are good numbers. J Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Yeah, I mean, some you have to, sometimes you have to manage stuff. It's okay. You know, you, well, I pay for the tickets. It's like, hey, listen, when you buy those tickets, there's a warning on the back if you go to a baseball game. If you get hit by a foul ball, can't sue the team. You know, when you buy a basketball ticket, you don't know who's going to play. Now, the NBA has smartly stepped in 
when it looks like like certain stars has taken stuff off. But I do think for rookie bigs, first couple years, I would go Wemby 58 games, 68 games, first two years. And then I would go minute restriction, 32 minutes to 36 minutes. Then you're off, and then he can play what he can play. But by the way, that's what old stars play. I mean, there's about a seven-year prime. Well, Michael Jordan did this, and Michael Jordan yeah. did that. Yeah, Jordan, Michael barely, Jordan. Had, barely played. Uh, what, nine years in the league or something? LeBron's on year 20? Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing. Did you see the conspiracy theory about this whole um, sitting out stuff in the NBA? So the TV deal is up after this season. And the NBA allegedly wants its stars to play so the ratings can go up so they can then get a larger TV deal. Well, I don't think that's a conspiracy. I think that's smart business. That's not a conspiracy. A conspiracy's man didn't land on the moon. It's not a conspiracy that I talk more pro football than college because it helps my ratings. That's not a conspiracy. I do. Yeah, you want your stars to play, the ratings go up, and when you renegotiate, you got a little more power. Yeah. If but I'm the an NBA adver- saying we just need it's for the fans. It's for the fans. They're not saying anything about the TV deal. That's the only reason I. Well, you don't have to give theory. everybody every detail of everything. Also fair. Adam Silver's my co- a yeah. I mean, I I don't ship. We hired you for a lot of reasons. You're a nice guy. You work hard. I'm a nice guy. You work hard. I mean, it's, you don't have to tell everybody everything in the world. You, know, you do some things for business. I mean, you you don't have to give out all the secrets and all. You know, it's just like I don't give out all my gambling secrets. I know. Believe me, I know. And I was really struggling in week one, and now you're trying to steal mine. Oh, please. This Bengals (laughs) head-to-head game is going to be awesome. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, JJ McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting edge digital collectibles, Don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. 
Panini America, the official trading cards, and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Nine years in the NFL, eight with the Packers, one with the Raiders. Mm -hmm. He was great with both. (laughs) Super Bowl champ against the Steelers, James Jones. He'll be on speak today. So um, I always feel like... (laughs) The more I trust my kids, mm-hmm. their intelligence, <laughs> their maturity, yeah. the more I allow them to do, right? Like, mm-hmm. as a parent, when I watch coaches with quarterbacks, yeah. the more you trust their talent, mm-hmm. the more you trust, you know, whatever it is, I'll yeah. watch how you call a game. Yeah. Now, it's different from my kids. There's things I worry about I don't with a quarterback. <laughs> but I do worry about, I watch the preseason with Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. It was easy stuff. It was good. What did you see last night? Well, I saw Coach LaFleur being really safe last night. Safe. You know, he 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 called the game extremely safe, you know, kind of tried to protect Jordan Love and, you know, not have him make make some of those mistakes. And it's crazy because to start the season, you kind of felt like the whole playbook was wide open. You know, being behind Aaron Rodgers for three years, you know, being able to prepare behind him for three years and, you know, see the good, see the bad and all that. You, you, you got to sense those first two weeks that the whole playbook was open. Now, keep in mind, he's without three of his best offensive linemen. Yeah. Um, Jenkins, Bakhtiari, you know. Um, but so C.J. Stroud, and he's Absolutely. He's, he's without Aaron Jones, so I know that that has, a, that has a lot to do with play calling. But, you know, for me, watching the game last night, like I said, I felt like Coach LaFleur was really, really safe. And the young fella did not reward him. I mean, throwing those interceptions. So he really didn't give Coach LaFleur too much confidence, you know, to go out there and, and, and call these plays. But coaches with these young quarterbacks, like we watched Justin Fields these last two games, like, holy moly, like, is this what this kid's going to be consistently? But Coach Luke Getzey has said, you know what? The playbook is open. Like, we're running double moves. We're going to get you outside the pocket. We're going to let you take these shot plays down the football field. We're going to get the ball out of your hand. But the whole playbook is open, and you're seeing him playing a whole lot faster. So I hate how they kind of manage these games for these young quarterbacks because they're doing kind of the same thing in Pittsburgh. You're kind of managing it. We don't want you to make a mistake because we got a good defense. But eventually you got to find out. Eventually you just got to let these young boys go. I coach little kids too. And sometimes I'm out there coaching, and I, and I do what Coastal Floor did last night and what the Pittsburgh Steelers are doing, trying, trying to call it safe. And then I'm like, you know what, forget it. And I'm like, dang, my kids can handle it. You know, my young quarterbacks can handle it. You know, so eventually you got to let these young players go. You got to let these young quarterbacks go and just – they just got to go out there and they got to go through the ups and the downs. I remember reading a passage from a book by Norman Schwarzkopf. He was the five-star, four-star general, yeah. military leader in America. And one of the things he always said is, is, is sometimes you have to do things in military to find out what you're incapable mm-hmm. of, not capable of. Yeah. Instead of sitting on the fence, can we do this, this? Yeah. Let's do it to see, are we capable of it? And I always feel like there is some babysitting early. Mm-hmm. 
right? Like, like let's, no not, let's not get this guy in the crosshairs. Yeah. But my argument is when you go for it, mm-hmm. it also lets you know what they can't do yeah. so I can address stuff in the following draft. I, part of me looks at this and I think the Packers coaches are telling me yeah. that right now, four years in, yeah. they don't want to yeah. let it go. That's really con- – and by the way, yeah. if you look at the data, mm-hmm. this is what concerns me. Yeah. He's not good early. Yeah. So they had uh, they had September yeah, 28th, had, October 9th. some slow starts. So, James, Very now he's starts. playing from behind. Yeah, exactly. Why – like – the first 12 plays yeah. are scripted, are they not? Yeah, so I think I think a couple things here. So they came off of two solid games. They beat the Bears. I think they went and they lost to the Falcons. I'm not, I'm not sure to sure to schedule. But um Jordan Love played well in both of those games. Then they came and they played Detroit last week. And it wasn't competitive. And they had a slow start against New Orleans, even though they had a great comeback. They had a really slow start against New Orleans. And Coach LaFleur came out in that in that uh, Lions game, and it was five drop-back passes in a row. Like, we are going to be aggressive. We are going to let this thing go. We're going to put the ball in the young fella's hands. And he got sacked three times. And he got put behind the sticks, and obviously Detroit got the ball back, and they went up 14-0, right, right. And, I, and it was it was an uphill climb for that. So I do give him credit for that. But it's been consistent now with the slow starts for the Green Bay Packers. Like, all year long except week one, the slow starts have been consistent. So, Coastal Floor has to find a way to get the young quarterback going. And like I said, I know he has a lot of injuries. There's people around the National Football League dealing with injuries. But he has to find a way to get this football team off to a fast start. So, Jordan Love does not have to play from behind. And you can call the game the way you want to call the game. It's tough to call the game and manage a game when you're losing, right? The San Francisco 49ers are up in every ball game. Kyle Shanahan can call the game however he wants. It is no managing the game. So, you know, you can't really manage the game when you're down 10-0, 14-0. You know, you got to go try to find a way to score. So they have to try to figure out a way to start fast so he's not playing from behind. So um, when watching the Cowboys get dismantled, my takeaway was Cowboy players have to watch the San Francisco offense. Mm-hmm. And have to think, damn, that's clever. <laughs> yeah, everybody. <laughs> I mean, everybody, I mean, yeah. it's just weapon after yeah. weapon. Were you ever in a game? I know there was some mm-hmm. eye rolling with Aaron and Mike McCarthy at yeah. the end. Were you ever in a game as an NFL player mm-hmm. and thought on the other sideline, they're just better coached than us? Absolutely. And um, you know, I've been I've been a part of a game to where clear as day, I'm like, Lord, have mercy. You know, because the way we did it in Green Bay, we were so talented. We were stacked from top to bottom. I mean, you're talking about Jordy Nelson, Donald Driver, Greg Jennings, myself, Randall Cobbs, Michael Finley. So we we could just line up and play. We didn't need no motions. Aaron could say, okay, the third corner is on Jordy. Ball going to Jordy. Oh, the fourth corner is on Randall Cobb in the slot or our linebackers on Randall Cobb. We don't need no motion or none of that. Here go the route. Go get open. But a lot of people don't have that, so you have to get creative. You got to get in bunch formations, motions, and all that. But I remember a time we were in New Orleans, and we were playing Drew Brees and Sean Payton. And I remember just sitting on the sideline with a couple of the receivers like, look at this offense. Like, I would love to be in Sean Payton's office out here with Drew Brees. And you just see, because you're looking at guys like Marcus Colston and those guys just it go up. crazy. And it ain't even like it's tough catches. They're wide open just off of the scheme of things. And we sitting over there like, my goodness. Like, 
to just be in that offense. Miami's to, got a little bit of that. Yes, now. to line up and to know like, okay, they can't press us. They can't do that because we got all this movement. We in these bunch formations, stack formations. Like, you know, it was just so creative. So I remember sitting over there and we got beat up. All right, we got get, get well, out of here. A lot here. of we people just, got beat up in New yeah, Orleans we just, by we, Breeze. We clearly better than you today. And But I just remember sitting there and talking to like, man, I would love to play in that New Orleans Drew Brees, Sean Payton's offense because they just had it going at that time. So I'm watching Cooper Cup this Against the Phillies yeah. or against the <laughs> against the Eagles, Philadelphia, yeah. and there was like four passes in a row, mm-hmm. and they were they were giving him the yeah. inside, yeah. and and I'm watching. He went to college at mm-hmm. Eastern Washington, where I went to school, so I always root for Cooper Cup. Yeah. And it is funny mm-hmm. that um, like were there certain when you watch Cooper Cup, yeah. it's like first of all he's way faster than he's given credit no for. Question. His feet are insane, stronger and all that. People don't even understand how strong he is physically. He is he's he's a complete football player. So when do you get into these spaces when you're a receiver, and you just know he's given it to what? Yeah. What do you well, think see, he says when he goes back to the huddle yeah. with Stafford? He's but see, me- coach Coach Sean McVay does an excellent job. Like a lot of people don't know that. Those four routes, those are choice routes. Choice routes for Cooper Cup. What's that mean? So that means he has a four-way go. He can come at you. He can go inside. He can come at you. He can stutter. He can go outside. He can come at you. He can stutter. He can hook right up. He can come at you. He can stutter, give you a hezzy, and take the middle of the field. So when you have that as a defender – I'm going to send you to my people in the inside. <laughs> You're still going to get the catch, but I'm going to send you to where my help is. I don't got no help outside. I'm going to send you to my help in the inside. You might get the completion. Hey, it's good play. It's eight yards, not 28. Yep, it's good play on, on, on bad coverage that we have right now defensively. Take it. That's what we got to take. But when you watch Sean McVay's offense, Cooper Cup will be lined up in the slot. No movement. Cooper Cup will motion to the slot. Movement. Same route, though. Cooper Cup will Cooper couple start on the left, motion to the right in the slot. Same route, right? Just seeing what kind of coverage you're going to be in. Is it man? Is it zone? How often in your career were you and Aaron like, hey, Aaron, I got choices here? Well, see, I wasn't the choice route guy. Randall Cobb, uh, Greg Jennings, the guys that look, because he's quick twitch. Like me and Jordy, we're not quick twitch. You're we're, long. we're built for the outside. We're strong. We're physical. We'll make the tough catch. We'll break a tackle, you know. But the guys, Randall Cobb, Greg Jennings, that can make you miss in a phone booth, those are the guys that you want on the choice routes because it's this, this sudden change of direction. So those guys, I've seen them dudes eat on choice routes 24-7, and I'm like, man, can I just get one of them? <laughs> well, the you know, the, the disadvantage, yeah, one of the few good. of being jacked up. Uh, he's on speak today, James Jones. I was saying this, is that early in the year, the Bengals couldn't throw deep. Mm. And then I watched them against Arizona. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're back. Yeah. It, 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 by the way, yeah. that Jamar Chase had a day. <sighs> Something else. You ever had one of those? I mean – what do you have? Two hundred? Did he have? Oh, yeah. What do he? <laughs> yeah, like one hundred seventy. I mean, he, it yeah. was. I had, I had, I had eleven catches for one seventy something before, and I felt like, I mean, it, it was, it was probably like eighty, ninety plays in a football game, and we were playing Washington, and I had eleven catches that day for one hundred and seventy plus yards, and I thought I was getting the ball every single play and that's only 11 plays out of 80 but i'm like aaron is throwing it to me every single did you play. get tired or no get- you just you get in such a groove and a rhythm and you just looking at the dbs like you don't stand no chance like right after catch six it's over like i <laughs> i don't care what coverage you in you such in a groove and a rhythm and then on top of that he's scoring touchdowns 
Like, I remember I, I caught three touchdowns in a game against the Bears, and I literally thought I was the greatest receiver ever to touch the grace of the grass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, nobody could ever tell me nothing. I done got three touchdowns on the Bears. I cannot be stopped. How did you do the, the following best week? Ever. Following week, I don't even know. I didn't have three, though. I may have, I may have, <laughs> I may have one, but I, I, don't even, I don't even remember. But, Boy, you Jamar know, it was, was, it was impressive to watch. But the main thing, people don't understand, a lot of explosive plays, period, in the National Football League come from the quarterback moving. Like, it's, it's very rare that the quarterback says five-step drop, post route. Yeah, go ball. It's, it's very rare. It's a low percentage throw. He flushed out. Flushed out the pocket. Give Jamar Chase some chances to, to move and, and get open. Big plays down the, down the football field. So watching Joe Burrow yesterday, the way he moved, he took off on a couple runs. He was moving in the pocket well. Let you know that the calf was, the calf was doing really, really well. And they showed that, hey, this is the type of offense we can be. I'm not surprised, but one game does not tell me that they're back because okay. I've been part of offenses like that to where we had been struggling and we get one game and then we go back to struggling. So they got to they gotta be more consistent. James Jones, 11 catches in one game. That is a yeah, that flight home. Man, yeah, that yeah, calling your family. I'm the best. I'm the <laughs> <laughs> Great seeing you, man. Appreciate uh, you. Man. Good show today. Back tomorrow live in L.A. It's the Hurt. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.